you dig it? Can you dig it? Can you dig it? We've got a bunch of fighters here that just, we, we've been underdogs the entire time. No one's ever wanted to, no one ever thought that we were going to win, so. Uh. Hey! Fancy punchy show. This is new. Yeah! Let's go! Hand that three, hand that three! One, two, three! Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the New Egypt Warrior Boys Soccer Podcast. All right, welcome back to another episode of Warrior Soccer Pod. Today we have uh, former Captain Brian Wilcox, who graduated in 2017 on. Um, we were just reminiscing before we uh, started the pod about you know, how long ago that was now. and feels like it was yesterday, but you know, now we're going on three years. So it's great to have you on, Brian. Yeah, thanks for having me, man. Good yeah. to see you again. Good to see you, too. Um, so, you know, we'll start at the very beginning. And, we, and it's a question we haven't really – I wish we would have asked more people we've had on. But, you know, what made you get into soccer? Um, well, early on, we, we we and I'm kind of asking this for our own reasons in that, like you know, we are moving away in our town from having those big time travel programs. We're everyone's playing together and growing up. Um, there really is only rec soccer, and we're trying to look to bring that back. So I want to kind of hear right. about how you got into playing soccer. Right. Um. Well, honestly, so I play. I've been playing soccer since like literally as long as I can remember. Since I was a young lad. Um. It was pretty much soccer and, like, basketball. I just pretty much played it growing up. Honestly, I didn't love – like, I didn't fall in love with soccer until pretty late. It was kind of just something, like, I played. And I was done with, like, rec around, like, middle schoolish, And that's when um, the Glabs – I'm sure you remember them. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah, they were um, on a travel team, and they were like, hey, like, you should totally try out. And I was like – I was like, I don't know, man, like, you know. I wasn't really that good. Like I was never like one of the best players or whatever. I was just, you know, always playing. And I was like, whatever, I'll try out for the team. So, you know, I tried out, I made it. I was pretty trash still. Like I didn't get I didn't get much playing time. I in my rec days I played on as a forward. And then once I switched to travel, they put me in midfield. And let me just say midfield is crazy hard. Like I have I have so much respect for midfielders. Like I honestly still to this day like I I still play like in some leagues every now and then and if I like try to play midfield it's crazy so (laughs) I think that's like something that um like kind of deterred me from it as well like when I switched to midfield like I just wasn't good um but then around that time that's when my brother introduced me to like the Premier League and honestly that's when like I fell in love with the sport like that's when I really just like I was like wow like soccer is crazy like watching it like it's especially like in the premier league like it goes so deep like you just have so much of an appreciation for the sport and i think that's like where i really like found like my love for it i was like wow this is like like yeah like playing in travel like i didn't like i said i didn't play that much like i didn't really get that whole like feeling of like wow this is like a deep sport like it's so much teamwork and like everything around it um so honestly it was like pretty late like pretty much like right around high school that's when i fell in love and that's when i started actually like being pretty good, like morphing into like an actual like soccer player instead of just 
kicking a ball around and so but like I said I always played it but like I really got into it pretty late on in my career but it, that really like, propelled me forward yeah and I think that leads us into the, my next question I have for you um because you know you came in uh as a freshman and you, you played some JV and, and you, you know you were in and out of it um but I really you know I think one of your strengths as a player for us was that you just evolved into such a you know not just a phenomenal player you shutting down some of the the, the really talented forwards uh, you played against. I remember one specific against Pemberton uh, that you had a really special yeah. team, but just as a leader. So, you know, in your own words, you know, describe your role on the team over the four years and how it kind of evolved. Yeah. So like we'll start with obviously freshman year. Um, it was super difficult for me because like I said, I've, sw- I've played like forward then into midfield. And when I came into high school, I guess Kanigi saw me and he was like, this guy's a defender. And I was like, I've never played defense in my life, ever. And so he just threw me in. And being, you know, a young freshman, it's intimidating, especially when you're thrown in on defense where so much eyes are on you with, like, one little mistake. So, I mean, freshman year, my role was nothing crazy. Just play the sport, defend. Um, I didn't feel like I had that much voice you know just as a freshman um which it's unfortunate but um I just pretty much played JV that whole year um I know sophomore year going into that that's when I caught I believe I at least through words I've heard I caught the eye of like the varsity um I know towards the end of it uh Palumbo was like looking at me I, I remember one time they asked me to come up and looking back on it now I regret it I said no um just because it was a lot of nerves. That team, my sophomore year, was crazy good. That was the year of Nick Sample, you know, Vinny, like all the crazy good kids. So it was very, like, intimidating for me. And like, like I said, looking back on it, I regret it so much. Um, but that year I stayed um, just at left back. JV, we were really good that year. I'm, I'm pretty sure we won most of our games. Um, and being a sophomore... Um, especially on like JV, you get a lot more role like presence. Like you, you, you can start like telling people, "Hey, like do this, do that." Like you have the 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 knowledge of like the sport, especially in high school, because it's a lot different than you know middle school travel, all that whatnot. Um, but things didn't really evolve for me till about junior year, which is the year you took over, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Junior year, yeah. Um. And that's when I, you moved me, I believe, to a sweeper. And that was my first time playing that position. And switching from left back to a sweeper, it's like a huge difference. And one aspect, which is like being a sweeper, I saw the entire pitch. Everything that was going on, I saw. And that forced a lot more of a like communication side to me where I had to start, which I did as well in left back, but I didn't do it as much. But I started, you know, directing traffic, telling people, you know, where to go, what to do, and, you know, kind of just controlling the positions of the game, um, which I think helped me in my senior year where my teammates elected me captain. Which, honestly, I'm not going to lie, call me by surprise. I do remember your reaction to that one. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, I, I was a quiet kid, especially back then. Like, I 
on the pitch, I talked a decent amount, but off the pitch, I admit, like, I wasn't the most talkative, um, which I, I, you know, is what it is. But on the pitch, especially senior year, being a sweeper and a captain, like, that, I felt like my role was massive. Um, just because, first of all, captain, you have to be, people look up to you. You have to be observing the entire pitch. People respected me as well, you know, because I'm a senior, because I'm a captain, because I've been through a lot of games. So when you're telling people, hey, do this, like mark this man, slide this way, they're going to listen to you. And because they trust you, like you have to have trust in all your teammates. And um, so my role, just like in the defense, especially when I had Zach Pezlak as my stopper in front of me, he leaves so much pressure off of me he was a phenomenal stopper because any air ball I was like Zach's gonna win it like the, the kid was a tree so I, it gave me so much cushioning and I could sit there and I could analyze the game so much more knowing that I have a solid stopper I have great outside backs that are gonna help me on the width and it just that senior year was so much different than everything else just because there was so much more emphasis on you like leading the team, leading, communicating, and all all that good stuff, and it definitely like morphed me into just an all around player. Um, and there was also times like I would go up the field, like I would make runs up forward, and and like I knew I had trust in my teammates to watch my back and all that. So, um, I mean, coming from just a freshman who was shy and didn't really do anything just playing outside back to becoming a sweeper captain and, you know, controlling the flow of a lot of like what people are doing. It, it was a crazy dynamic for me. That's not, that's something I never really experienced before. So yeah. it, it, was, it was, it was very unique. Yeah. I, I, I do remember the exact moment when we had that conversation outside the gym and I told you they were going to be captain. You were, you were pretty shocked, but you know, I'll, I'll tell you, we really weren't uh, when we got, when we did the, the tally. Cause you know, uh, there was one, like I said before, the one game in particular when you had to mark out, the best player uh, when we played Pemberton. That's when they had, yeah. you know, one of the you know, league goal scorers in the division. He, he was a really phenomenal player. And you really kind of put him in, in your pocket for that game. And I was like, you know what, he's really developed. I know you weren't naturally a defender, but that's mm-hmm. the point where we knew um, skill-wise that you were you were up to the task. But just, you, you know, you were a talker and and, and on, the, on the field, not, not often. Yeah. But on the field, yeah. you were a talker. But it wasn't, when I talk about communication, it wasn't like a lot of people think of, you know, the screaming and yelling and the, the dramatics, it was calm, it was controlled. You you almost always had it. If you watch back some of the film, you have a smile on your face the entire time. Right. So I think a lot of guys were able to look, you know, as things were going on, look and see, hey, Brian's like calm. We, we should be yeah. calm. We got it. And it, I think that really was definitely one of your strengths as, as a leader. And we kind of saw that as something we really wanted to promote. And we really weren't shocked when you you got the, uh, the, the armband. So. Right. This is still a big shock to me. Uh, I did not see it coming. All right, so let's talk a little bit. You know, I like to connect. You know how things have changed and, and, and how much they are the same and how much they are different. But let's talk a little bit about practice. Um, and what are some things? You know, practice usually isn't the thing that sticks out in everyone's mind as much as the games and the bus rides and like that. But uh, what, what are some stuff in practice that did stick out in your mind? Things you really enjoyed, maybe things you you, you weren't so ecstatic about. So the one thing that always like stuck out to me about practice was 
the like intensity of it. Like practices were legit. Like they weren't just a time to whatever you know practice soccer, which obviously we do. But like it was, it, there was so much more like about it. Um, like it put it, it made us so much better. I remember one thing I'll never forget is the Michigans. <laughs> and yeah, like as much as like in the moment you hate doing stuff like the Michigans, like the hurt locker and like all those kind of drills, the hardest ones are the ones that develop you so much more like Michigan's like they showed you, you have like, so like Michigan's are so tiring, dude. I, I hate those. Things. But like <laughs> when you're doing them, you realize like you have so much more in the tank. Like you can, you can do like so much more and like, it really puts a more, like you get a lot stronger mentally with it, which is, I think what practice is really good for. Um, especially with things like with the hurt locker with um drills that we did that were like more competitions that we did those a decent amount where it's like this team versus this team um it really pushed you because there was a punishment where and you know i mean it sounds bad but it, it makes you do stuff with 100 percent certainty especially with like the hurt locker i always think about um if if you're doing that and you're not certain that this is the action you want to take you mess up the whole drill and it puts it it makes you more confident because you're like i'm gonna hit this ball right now like straight this is where i want to put it and it just makes you a lot more confident behind the ball um where also things like i believe the it was called the w drill where uh, like you, you took shots from each like point outside the eighteen. I believe that's what yeah, it's called. Yeah, if you're that's that's cool. Cool. Uh, favorite, yeah, I, I love that drill. That one's yeah. still one of my favorites yeah. of the day. Um, but also because like that one was a competition because like you had to be sure with your shots. You had to. I feel like it just makes you so much more confident, even if you're not hitting the shot you want to hit. You're hitting it true. Like you're hitting it like with everything you got because you know there's so much more like on the line. It's not just a practice. It's not like, oh, I missed a shot. Like, whoops, he he. Like, you know, it had something behind it, which is something that, like, always stuck out to me. Because, like, I remember, like, even on, like, my travel days, like, or on, like, other teams I played on, practices were just practices. You know, like, you're passing the ball around. You're taking shots for fun. And there was nothing really, like, to it. But, like, when you put something behind it, it means so much more. That's something that's always stuck out to me. Like, always. So, I, I think that's definitely the biggest thing that just stuck out of my mind is you know we put in the work we were the we were trying to be the better team when other teams were just you know kicking the ball around like we were put we were, we were putting extra work to be the better team on the pitch yeah it's funny you brought those drills up because those are definitely uh the w drills evolved a little bit into more of our triangle shooting but uh they're they're still they're still uh you know they're still on the table i'm sure uh you know the guys listening especially lucas right now uh they laugh and thinking about the michigans <laughs> Uh, you guys still do those? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Nice. Um, always fun. I enjoy them. I don't yeah, know, of course. You get to just watch. Um, all right. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, I think the, the intensity, you know, we, we've even put that. It's funny you brought up that word because we made it part of our core values, uh, you know, intensity, resilience, innovation, speed, and honesty. And that really has been from get-go, you know, something that Palumbo instilled in me and we've tried to bring to the program. And it's funny they brought it up. Um as something that is you know, memorable for you. Right. So what is your favorite on-field and off-field memory? All right. I remember this is a uh, school podcast, so. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> so um, 
I have two of my favorite on-field memories that always stick out to me. The one you brought up earlier, actually, was my game against Pemberton. Just because, for me, I remember it being like such like a like I I don't want to sound you know, of like narcissistic here, but it was, it was like a really standout game for me. No, um, absolutely. Yeah, I think you. Yeah, I don't think you're being narcissistic. I think you. It was kind of a for us. You kind of came out of your shell. Like you were yeah. kind of floating around. You like you said you you you, had, you were building up that passion for the game, and that was like when you unlocked it. Yeah. Um, cause you know, like you said, their striker, um, Cedric, I believe his name was, was, he was, he was really good. Like he was, he was arguably like one of their, like one of the best strikers. Like everyone knew his name. Every defender knew his name just cause you're like, wow, this kid's going to sauce me up. <laughs> Where me and Zach went in that game with like the, the idea, like I was going to man mark Cedric and he was going to man mark the other forward. It was like some, it was some tall kids. So I was like, it was perfect. <laughs> And, like, we, we had them in our pocket the whole game. And I remember just walking away from that game feeling so good. Because, like, we thrashed them, too, I think. I think it was, like, a 3-0 victory at their field. Um, so that that's one of, like, just my favorite memories of just, like, my personal playing. Just because it felt so good. And, like, it felt like I really, like, solidified myself as, like, hey, like, like this is, like, I'm a good defender. You know, like, as bad as it sounds. Like, you know, I was able to hold him in my pocket all game. So it, it definitely felt good. Um, and then my other one, I would say on the pitch, uh, I wish I remembered the team name. I don't remember who they were. I remember pulling up to their fields, and it was like a cult. Like, they all had their blonde hair. Cinnamons. And was it cinnamon? Yeah, I just remember them all the blonde hairs. And, and I remember... I believe that game was three three going into overtime. Yes, the Riley Hattrick game. Yes. Yes, and I believe I remember standing. I don't know if I was off, if I was on the bench or just off to the side of the field. But I remember Billy Frazier was poised to take a free kick and like deep in overtime for the win, and he just buckets a, like a, a solid free kick. And I remember I was I don't know why I was just so happy we won that game. Because it was like such like a hard fought gritty match, and like they were really they were a good team if I remember correctly. Yeah, they they they're, they're pretty you know they're consistently they're two divisions above us in a pretty consistent program. I remember kind of going in there and be like, this will be at least a good test for us going into states. And I remember if you remember that's where we were like we did the thing where we didn't play any of the seniors you know to start, and we were telling them you know hey like this is kind of yes, if we yes, don't yeah. if we don't do this you know if we don't win in states uh, this is what happens you know this is we move on we gotta. We work hard, and some of those guys like Frazier really stepped up in that game and, and were phenomenal. But that's the that's the game Riley Hughes just went off and he popped off that game. And I, I don't know if you remember, but at the end, like, right when Billy scored that free kick, I remember running to you. Yeah, just yeah, arms spread, and that's when I jumped into you, and I sh- I think I shouldered you right in the teeth. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, that's so funny. I I still think I'm like, dude, I almost knocked this guy's teeth out. Like. <laughs> I was I was just so happy. Like it was a great time. It was a great match, oh, and I remember just still like, just the euphoria, just like going through my body, just winning that match. Like, it just felt so good. I don't know why. It was just probably just because we weren't supposed to win that match. Yeah, no. And it, it felt good, just you know, proving that we could actually, you know, I mean, I know it was late into the season. Like we've already proved ourselves, but it just felt good. Yeah, that, to that, go that, that one. That was a special one. That, that leads into our winning our first uh, round of states. And I, I mean, you know, it kills me to think back to it. But that number two seemed a touch and one nothing. We and you know, and with two with Cody and um, 
Cody and Billy both out injured, you know, and this still come that close to knocking off the two seed, you know, who knows what would happen after that. But that was a that was that definitely was a special season. That Cinnamonson game definitely gave us the motivation before. That one will stay in my mind for a long time. But I mean, as far as like off the field, um, I know it's kind of generic or whatever. Um, and also my memory stinks, but (laughs) honestly, like I don't have like one just like favorite memory. I just remember just throughout like most especially my junior and uh, senior year being like on varsity, like we were a very well meshed team. Like it felt like a family and like we, like we had so many memories just everywhere. And like, it, I, like I said, I know it's cliche, but like it, it, we were just like one big family and like we just shared laughs and shared the hardships and shared our, our um, celebrations together. And that always stuck with me. It, it just felt so good to play with a bunch of people that like I'd call my brothers and like I would, I'd play for like forever and it, it felt good. Yeah, and it's, it was cool. I saw on, uh, on Instagram the other day, you and the Glabs and all those guys still hanging out. And yeah. that, that was a really tight-knit group that we had. And, um, yeah, exactly. And a lot of guys made a lot of you know, really important contributions. So that was a fun team to coach, for sure. Yeah. Um, and that kind of leads into what we're talking about next. You know, um, What about playing for, for New Egypt prepared you for life after school? And like, what lessons and things do you think you were able to take um, from the program? And then kind of an advice for players in the program, um, what are some things you kind of had to adjust to, you know, uh, once, once you left school that, you, you know, were big changes for you? Right. So, I mean, just being um, a captain on the team, that prepared me so much for a lot of things. Because um, it was really my first taste for, like, a, a leadership position and, you know, having a lot of responsibility, especially because, like, when we played and, like, we lost, I felt like a large responsibility for that. Even if it wasn't like, it's like, man, this is like my team. Like, this is like, I'm supposed to be leading these guys. And like, it, it, it makes you realize like just the weight of responsibility. And it, it makes you realize that there's a lot of hardships that come with it. And that's something that's like prepared me with literally every aspect afterwards, like whether it's like work, working in like a team and just like, it, it showed me how to lead. And also even, like when I led as a captain, I wasn't close. Like I still know how to follow as well. Um, Cause we had very vocal people, even like, um, like Riley and like Cody, like they were very talkative and like, they would still like put in their opinions. And as a captain, I'm not going to be like, Oh, you're, you're wrong. I'm right. Like they had a lot of good things to say as well as like all my other um, classmates, like in the senior year. Um, so it, like it, I learned pretty much both sides of it, like how to how to follow, like how to listen to people, and also how to how to lead and like the responsibility with it. Um, I think I think that's a huge thing. Um, honestly, that's probably the biggest one is just the teamwork, the leadership that all comes with it. And so, like, what are some things, maybe you know, some life advice that you you know after school, what were the big changes that you had to adapt to leaving high school? Um, and like, and like, what aspect? I mean, you go from high school and it's it's pretty structured. And you go to your classes and you you, right. know, you you go to your practice and then you get picked up and all that stuff. You know, what what was the biggest kind of like? Oh my god, I'm out of high school now. This is a huge change for me. Moment for you. Um, honestly, just like the like the openness of everything. Like like you said, like high school was just so structured and like 
you know, it's this to that. And then once you get out of that, you're like, wow, this is, you know, the real thing. You're like, I can literally do anything. Like I can, you know, you're choosing what college you want to go to, what university you want to go to. And it's just so much more open. And like you, the, the like values you learn through high school, like through the team, um, it just helps you just so much more like deciding it. Like you, you become a better person so you can, you, like, I, I get what you're saying. You're, you're, you know, like, yeah, it's just more open. Yeah. Catch all, you know, it kind of just, you know, prepares you as much as possible. And get, like you said, those leadership skills, you know, you work with the team at, at your job today and, you know, and you right. have to coordinate with those people. Um, but it's not so, you know, it's not within this like sanitized aspect where it's like, Hey, here's your classes, here's school, here's that. It's, exactly. You make those choices inside, you know, you have much more of a say in who is on your team and what team are you on and things like that. Um, so that definitely, I, I feel for me personally, the same, you know, as well. I remember going into college and like getting in my dorm room, you're like, I can just go and walk wherever yeah. I want to walk. Like, it, it's, it's exciting, but then it can be also overwhelming. So it's definitely something to, to kind of watch out for once you, you leave the yeah. high school setting. And one, one thing that also like helped me too, was as like you we both know like I was pretty shy like I had a shell and being like forced to come out of it with everyone pretty much saying hey you're captain now like lead (laughs) us like (laughs) you're like okay so it like it really helped me be like find myself honestly like just come out of that shell and learn how to like just be be out there and like just be yourself and like be able to talk to people and do all this stuff so it really helped me like find just my just who like who i was honestly it really forced me to go out of my comfort zone yeah it, it really was rewarding to watch you grow you know from this kind of like gangly quiet little yeah. freshman to like a little, a little lanky freshman to <laughs> who's just who's quiet to like somebody who who can actually like hold their own now and and all that yeah so it, it, was, it was a crazy transformation for sure yeah, and again, like the whole time we knew that you know you were you were the right man for the job, and and, and you rose to the occasion. So, um, yep. so to kind of close off, what we ask everyone is, what advice would you give to to an incoming freshman? Um, you know, that's kind of looking to go and, and play in into New York High School. Um, can I give a few things here? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We got we got five so, minutes left on the recording, so if we have to stop, I'll let you know. All right, go for it. Sounds good. It's not going to be too long. Um, so the first thing I would say is just, once again, I know it's cliche, but make the most of it. It, it. Even though it's four years and you're going in as a freshman, it goes by so fast. And it's something that you're going to think about and talk about for the rest of your life. Like, honestly, like, you know, your high school days, it might be for some of us, like for me, it's, it might be like the last time you're playing soccer on like a legitimate level. Um, so it's something you're always going to think about. So you, you always want to go in and give your best, you know, make make memories with your teammates, make memories on the pitch, off the pitch, and just, you know, do your best. Be the best player you can be. Um, don't be shy and just, you know, give it your all. Because once again, it goes by so fast. So fast. I know. Like, I can't believe you graduated 10 years ago. Insane. So. <laughs> Okay, man. Awesome. Thank you so much for coming on. It was great reconnecting with you. You know, and that's really one of my favorite things about doing this pod is like talking to the guys that, you know, 
and live, reliving some of these glory days. You know, I, I hadn't thought about that sentiment in game for a while now. You know, I'm sitting right. with goosebumps thinking about. Nope. That, that's one of the, the one of the matches that stand out to me. So. Oh yeah, absolutely. So, all right, thank you so much for coming on, and uh, we'll yeah, see everybody next week. Me, Appreciate it.